Hey there, fellow streakers. We have something absolutely amazing for you on this podcast. We've been invited to be on a podcast with two very good friends, and they have Conquering Midlife as their podcast, and we've invited them to be on ours. But rather than doing two separately, we decided, you know what? Let's just do it all at once and see how it goes. So let's get streaking, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all I love right. this. This is awesome because for our audience in Conquering Midlife, it's all about conversations. And this this gets to be a very fun experiment where it really is just about a conversation that happens. Yeah, definitely. And we've got, so on the conversation, we've got myself, Jeff, and then we've got Jamie. Hello. Are you I'm there? here. Are you, I'm here. I mean, usually when I say let's get streaking, you I say know. something. I thought about it. But then I was conscious. I was like, well, there's four of us on here. Don't let us but... mess up your process. Go ahead and do <laughs> it. with it. Since it's a conversation, uh, yeah. it'll and, flow. And then, and then we've got really good friends, Rick and Chris, who I want to say right now, Chris is the original cold shower streaker. He's the oh, first really? one. To be, yeah, this is your guy, Jamie. I didn't know that. Ooh. It's so nice to officially meet you. Yeah. Cold yeah. shower streak, and that's going to yep. be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm running 87 weeks now. Are you wow. really? That is so awesome. And what is your cold shower streak? What What is it specifically? Is it once a week, every day? What is the... I wanted to do every day, but there's the odd day when you miss a shower. There's the odd day when you have two showers. So yeah. what I said was every single shower, I have to turn ice cold at least one time in the shower. So it doesn't matter if I have 10 showers in a day, I do not step out of a shower without that ice cold hit to the face and wow. stay in it as long as I can. And you know what's interesting about that is he said, and I quote, it promotes hair growth. And the last time I saw these guys, they did not have as much hair as they have right now. <laughs> it's kind of going for a ZZ top look, I think, over here. Yeah. I got a ways awesome. to go, but it's, it's coming along. <laughs> so do you do it at the beginning of the shower to get it over with or at the end of the shower to jumpstart your day? I actually do both. So oh. I, turn, I, I don't turn the water on until I'm in the shower. Instead of turning oh. it on and letting it warm up, I feel like that's wasting an opportunity. So I wait until I'm in there and it hits me right away. I think so that's I... the bravest thing I've ever heard that anybody does. <laughs> no To kidding. get in the shower and not turn the water on until you're in it. Oh, yeah, that is brave. And you have to know where they're located to know just how cold that is. Yeah, it's definitely colder at the end of the shower. So the, that first hit of cold is still sort of ambient to the temperature of the pipes inside the house. So it feels okay. cold, but by the time that shower is done, all that water in the pipes now is straight out of the Alberta ground in the winter time. Alberta, Canada it, it winter. Chilly. <laughs> wow. That is so yeah. cold. I've been dying to go and dunk in the river again and actually cut a hole through the ice like we thought we were going to do with the episode that we did in spring. Yeah. But the thaw had already started, so it was convenient. But there's something about cutting a hole in the ice and jumping in that I need for my soul. And I think with these cold showers being that Alberta cold groundwater, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different. I think I'll be able to get into an icy river and it's going to feel a lot like that icy shower. Oh, I, hope. I don't Maybe doubt I'm that. Maybe I'm really naive. Yeah, I'll take your word for it, right? Yeah, I'm so, thinking I'm a beach girl. Warm, yeah. warmer weather. Absolutely. Cutting a hole in the ice and jumping in. And you said... I need it. I'm like, I can't think of anything I need less than that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> that is amazing. Seriously, I think it's totally brave. Totally. Thanks. For your shrieking community, we have a friend here that has, I, I don't know how long he is, but he's well over a year into the streak of every day plunging in the river. 
Really? Wow. So he will cut holes in the ice. He will, like, every day be in the river. And he records a video of him out there in minus 28. I think yeah. that was his coldest. I think now he's below minus 30 Celsius. Uh, but you're getting I was going to say, are you, are you, there. yeah, are you translating? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fahrenheit, 40, man. <laughs> yeah, minus 40 is where they're the same. Minus 40 Celsius is minus 40 Fahrenheit. Okay, right. there you go. So we're 10 degrees warmer wow. than that Celsius. It's probably like 13 or 15 degrees warmer Fahrenheit. Wow. Wow. Now give us this. And in all seriousness, there, there is some benefit to it, right? I mean, it's not just because I'm a masochist and want to hurt myself in several ways. <laughs> Correct. There, there is some benefit. There's benefits to it because so Chris, I'll tell you after you set your streak, we have another streaker, Talon, who, who saw who your streak and been inspired by it and said, I'm going to start doing it. So his is to turn the cold, turn the shower cold at least one time weekly. So he's not as brave as you, but he's <laughs> he's got it going. But but what's the benefit behind it? Why start that streak, and what is it that kind of comes along with it? There's a lot of health benefits to it. So originally for me, it was more psychological. It was the wake up call, the reset button. I get out, I'm invigorated, and I can tackle my day or sit in front of a computer and be a little sharper. Um, but the physical things came from like Wim Hof and his programs. Um, our friend Ty Morales, who was big into that and different breathing exercises. Uh, but Wim Hof talks about the effect on your whole your sympathetic system, the parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. Uh, so th there's a physical aspect to a, a sort of flushing that happens in our, in our body. So you're actually flushing chemicals out of your muscles and stuff when you um, call for heat and then call for cold. That, that shift changes something biologically, but the parasympathetic nervous system is our ability to calm ourselves when the danger is gone. So by entering mm. into, and this is my favorite part. So I believe there's a lot more physical than I understand. I believe there's a lot more physical to immunity and things like that that makes me stronger internally than I know. But the biggest benefit for me is this parasympathetic piece. Um, sympathetic nervous system in an evolutionary frame is our body, our mind telling us we're in danger because there's a saber-toothed tiger. Mm -hmm. Parasympathetic nervous system tells you the tiger's gone and it's time to calm down. Um, so it's, it, it translates for me into an ability to stay calm under pressure. Mm. When my brain is firing all these alarms and saying huge amounts of stress, uh, work, family, kids, money, or in, in any given moment uh, dealing with divorce or life and just feeling overwhelmed or depressed, the ability to engage that parasympathetic nervous system to calm myself down in spite of what I think or perceive is happening around me, that's become a powerful tool for me. And I love it. I would not trade it. Wow. That is fascinating. I'm, I'm hesitating to say that I might be being inspired. The health <laughs> benefits. Just, I love, I love this idea of having something that can help you manage stress in a way that you're not having a huge amount of stress to to understand how to deal with it but it's helping you be able to to manage that and to understand yep. that's that's fascinating i love that some of the science that's come out around it really are about uh, it helps fight off inflammation throughout your body uh, your immune that system it actually strengthens your immune system because of the different flushing mechanisms that Chris talked about. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of good science starting to support it, aside from just being a masochist, which we we typically are up here in Canada. 
<laughs> so uh, now, Rick, do you do you as well plunge yourself into a cold shower every once in a while or consistently? Sometimes mistakenly I do, but not every day on purpose. <laughs> now, in the river, I'll do that. I do enjoy that. And and I'm about to buy, there's these, I think it's a 100-gallon, basically Tupperware thing that you can buy. It's actually a cattle feeding trough. And so you get this nice Rubbermaid cattle feeding trough, and I'm converting it into an ice bath. Wow. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. That's absolutely fascinating. Well, we started off with going into and just talking about the cold shower streak right away. The the original cold shower streaker right here with us on streaking. But also we get the chance to be on your podcast and to your audience as far as conquering midlife. And I'm sure that that's something that, you know, conquering midlife, that's definitely one of the one of the tools and capabilities to make that happen. It's working for me. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And when you were on last, like, I loved the conversation we had really about uh, the principles of streaking and things like that. But I was so fascinated to get into the becoming aspect, because as we talked briefly about, as you're transitioning from like the first half of life to the second half of life, you kind of change that. What do I want to be when I grow up? That, that conversation starts to rehappen inside of you, right? Right. Yeah, we're going to have a, uh, speaking of that, we're having a great conversation coming up. Uh, Whitney Johnson of Disrupt Yourself. She wrote the book Disrupt Yourself and another one that's just out called Smart Growth. We're on her podcast. We record on Monday and she talks all about, she calls it the S-curve of growth and how you, you, you hit several S-curves in life. And when you get up to the top of an S-curve, and I'm not going to do any justice to it, from what she does. However, I'll give you my basic understanding. When you get to the top of that S curve, there's a comfort level there and you need a new challenge. You need something to mm-hmm. do again. And so you look for another S curve of learning, of, of growth. And there's a full process by which, by which you activate that and go through it. And one of the things that we talk about is how there are streaks that are the floorboard for those S curves of growth. In other words, there's floorboard streaks that that are always going to be there. For example, um, you're always repeating a particular affirmation or doing a self-check in the evening. That floorboard is always going to be there as you start your nest your next S curve of growth. And I could and so speaking of becoming who you want to be, that's really what that's all about is what are the floorboard streaks that I have to stand on in order to start reaching for my next uh, part of who I become? Oh, nice. I love that. That's great. You know, we had you on March of last year. Episode seven episode for us. Episode seven. Listeners. Nice. Tell us, I mean, for our audience, what are the things that you've learned about streaking just in that time? Like maybe yourself or even how to engage the, your fellow streakers. Now, I didn't have Jamie on last time, so I'm going to let her answer this one first because it was just me last time. But it's really Jamie and I that have learned this together. So so kind of what we've learned in the last year. Is Uh that the question? Yeah. How it's evolved for you. It's yes, how it's evolved. So the funny thing for me that has been the most interesting is that law number one, keep it laughably simple. Mm. Has it's I've always found it to be one of the hardest laws for two reasons. One because it's difficult to set something laughably simple. You want to you want to do something bigger. And two, as I've said it laughably simple, sometimes it's amazing to me that I still question um, whether or not it's making a difference sometimes. Right, and that's been an interesting thing for me over the last year to really have a couple streaks 
that I am, because I, I have a couple streaks that are in um, the 800, 900, 1,000, 1,200 days. Wow. And to be able to look at those and realize there's some that it's really easy for me to see um, the difference that it's making. And then others that that growth is is almost not not imperceptible, but I have to Subtle. look a little bit closer to realize and look at it and think, okay, I have changed in that regard and I am becoming more of the person that I wanted to be because of, of doing this laughably simple thing every day. And so that's been mine. And then Jeff- Can you share an example? Are you comfortable sharing something? Yeah, so I have one that is um, do an act of service every day. And this one is, I set this streak specifically to help myself to, to recognize opportunities that I could serve others or be kind or just Beautiful. to have something that I would notice it more. And, and I do that often, but there's still a lot of days that at the end of the day, I'm having to review my day kind of and think, okay, did I do an act of service? And, and I go through and evaluate my day and, and still sometimes look at it and think, should that count? Which is an interesting thing because the whole point is, am I being, am I looking for opportunities to serve? And the thing that's interesting is that sometimes I see it in the day, but still days get busy. And so sometimes it's still at the night that I'm looking back at my day, but I still think both of those are, are having a benefit in my life, kind of for different reasons. And, and it's really been great for me to be able to look at it and think, okay, I am recognizing that there are times that I do something in the day that I would have missed before. Yeah, right. But mm. it's not necessarily every single day. There's still a lot of days that I look back and I'm like, okay, that was an act of service that I didn't necessarily see in the moment. But as I look back, I'm like, yeah, that was, that was good. That was a good thing to do. So that's one that I've kind of had to allow myself to say, yes, that counts. And, and recognize that I am still thinking about becoming a person who looks for opportunities to serve every single day. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. I like that. And, and I like what you said about that allows me to realize I am living into who I want to become. Yes. And that I'm continuing, continuing to do that. And that it is truly a journey. I guess that you hear that all the time, that life is more of a journey than a destination. And I do feel like streaking helps me to embrace that concept of journey more than, well, I'm just want to get someplace, but looking at it and thinking every day I'm becoming and recognizing that life has its ups and downs throughout yeah. all of life. There's those times that you just are feeling like I am knocking it out of the park. And then there's other times that you're like, I am the biggest loser walking the planet right now. <laughs> and so being able to have something that accommodates both of those times that keeps me still focusing on this aspect of my life of, of incorporating this into the person that I want to become in those moments when I feel like, man, I'm awesome. I'm still thinking about, I want to be kind. And in those times when I'm like, wow, I'm doing terrible. I'm still thinking about, well, I want to be kind and do an act of service. So it, and, and all of it in between. And that's so good for listeners to hear. Uh, it's encouraging for listeners to hear. Because if I, those words laughably simple, I kid you not, were I thought of, and I, heard, I I hear 
Jeff's voice every time I think of those words, but I, it was only a couple hours ago. I was talking to somebody while I was driving and we were talking about streaking because I mentioned the episode that we were doing tonight and this idea of laughably simple, it, if it feels too trite and you can't mm -hmm. see the growth early on, it, it's really easy to start feeling like, what's the point? It's stupid, simple. So right. I can still get it done, but the motivation can wane a little bit. So to hear from someone who has 800, 1200 days of something that that laughably simple is still an effective principle is encouraging. We need to right. know that people need to hear that. Yeah. You know, I there's <clears throat> go ahead, Rick. I was just going to say, I think of, you know, I've got a smaller streak that I'm, I'm building on and, and my streak is to look somebody in the eye and smile at them every day. And, and just like you said, Jamie, sometimes I'll try to do that and I'll keep trying to do that and I won't get a response. Or at the end of the day, I wonder like, same thing. Did I make a difference? Does it really help? Or is this just about me? Mm -hmm. And I have to go back every once in a while and think of the three or four people over all of the streak that stopped and, and said hi and interacted with me. That that made it worth the while, right? Like I actually acknowledged a human being and I let them know they were important enough to me that I stopped and smiled at them. Mm -hmm. I, I call like that, that for streak. myself, I call that the 80-20 rule that I'm like, I have to do 80% of the time. Sometimes I'm just doing it. Mm -hmm. But when I'm just doing it, there's 20% of the time that I get the opportunity to recognize that it made a difference. And but I wouldn't have had that 20% if if I wasn't still doing the it the other eight. Yeah, the other the other time. Right. As I look at it, one of the things that Jamie brings up and with the laughably simple and Rick and Chris, you guys were mentioning this as well. I think that we are, all of us as human beings are reluctant to give ourselves some grace. And what I mean by that is we'll hold ourselves to a standard and we'll whip ourselves for missing the standard, whatever that standard is, but we won't give ourselves credit for hitting at least a little bit of the standard or a little bit of what it is I want to do. So for example, with Jamie and I, you know, being married for 30 years, we've learned a lot about each other and what it is that <laughs> makes us tick. <laughs> this is the part where I get nervous and think, hmm. <laughs> What's what coming say? next? <laughs> you know, and it's interesting because Jamie, and she won't mind me saying this because she she's said it before on our podcast to all the world to hear, but she suffers from a tremendous amount of guilt. <laughs> I mean, just like an over over burdensome amount of guilt. And this streak, the one that she mentioned in particular, has relieved her of that guilt in a significant way. I mean, in a way that is mentally, emotionally, physically, socially healthy, in a way that gives you this idea that something that was intangible, for example, be more kind. I mean, how do you measure being more kind? Oh, I was more kind today. I, I right. just went out there and I was kind. Whereas what this does, and this is the thing that over the last year that I've really taken home, there's two things that have come over the last year since we talked last about streaking, and this is one of them, is it's the measurement of the intangibles. And though I may never be able to measure if I'm more kind, I can definitely measure how many acts of service I've done, the smallest part of it on a daily basis, and recognize that I'm being intentional about changing who I am and becoming that person and marking off every day. Yep, I did an act of service and then that comes top of mind. I like that. Creating a counterbalance for something else that you would struggle with otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah.
I'll tell you the second thing that I've learned um, in the time that we, since we talked last. The second thing that I've learned is, you know, law number one is make it laughably simple. Law number two, no record, no streak. And then law number three is create a community. We've had significant findings on the whole community aspect. Hmm. Before, a lot of times when we started streaking six years ago and we started to look at it, we recognized that there was a community. However, we thought at first, and, and see if this is what you think as well at first. We thought at first the community was another level of accountability. You know, it, it, it held you accountable when those times were that you were maybe not really motivated to keep the streak alive. The community's like, no, we're going to keep the streak alive. What we've recognized, that's absolutely not the case. Really? Really. Because the streak holds you accountable. The record is the thing that holds you accountable. You hold yourself accountable. The community is yeah. to celebrate with you and to I commiserate like with you. The community Ooh. celebrates your streak and says, yes, this is awesome. And also commiserates when, oh, I missed it today. And they all, and all of you come together and say, wow, we're right here with you. We understand. Yeah. That aspect of the community has totally blown up all of our idea of streaking and why we create a community. See, we, we don't create a community to be held accountable. We create a community to celebrate together and to commiserate together and to be better all together. Right. I like that. I like it too. The, the other thing I liked about what you were saying on, on community, if I think prior to the app, it would be I join a running community or I join a reading community or I like I would have to have all kinds of separate communities, individual, communities, yeah. individual ones to be part of a streak and they'd be focused just on their community. Right. So as here, it's like I could I could almost watch for a little bit, dip into it and say, yeah, I actually want to be part of that community, that community, that community and all follow along place. a streak yeah. all over the place. So I've really liked that part. Yeah, it's 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 really been fun. Can I share with you? I want to share with you on the screen. Not that we, but I, I, it'll be a talking point, but it'll be something we could share on screen. So if you'll enable me to be able to share on the screen a little yeah. something. Yeah, if you just uh, look at that and put that in there. I want to show you, I don't know, Chris and Rick, you, you guys have been using, have you been using the app? You may or may not have been. I don't know if you I are or not. And yeah. are you using the new beta version of our app that's going to be released in two weeks? Or are you still using the hexagons? I am. You're, you're no, using... I've got the new beta. I, yes, I know where you're going with this. I love yeah. hexagons. <laughs> Rick, are you? Are, are sorry, Chris, are you still? Are you still on the other one? I'm on hexagons. Yeah, hexagons. Okay. When I show you this, and this is going to be in two weeks, this is what's going to happen as far as the app is concerned. I'm going to show you something that's pretty amazing, because we're going to take things to a whole new level with the community. So this is the new app interface. And for those of you who aren't seeing it, it's so colorful, it's so beautiful. It presents itself wow. so well. I mean, it is just gorgeous. And at any one of these, you can, I touched like for example, my becoming a lead, teach, write, and speak at better at each one of those. I touch into that and all of my streaks are underneath that. And when I've done them, I can, you know, hit the plus and that checks it off for the day. All of that is beautiful, beautifully yeah. interlaced, right? But here's the cool Look part. <laughs> when you get to the community, the community now becomes something where we're all encouraging each other and all streakers will be able to post on their streaks. 
So this is one of my favorite ones that just came in today. This is from one of our streakers, Tiffany. And Tiffany says, talk about setting the bar low. Sometimes getting dressed just needs to be checked off. <laughs> I love that. She has a streak it. to get dressed. To get dressed. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is someone who appreciates the era of COVID and realizes yes. I just want to put on a shirt and pair of pants once in a while. <laughs> that's exactly that right. a daily streak, though. Maybe that's only a weekly streak. It's a daily streak. 25 days. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> weekly. <laughs> once a week at least I should get dressed. So so Tiffany sends that out to the streaking universe and look at this. Three comments come back and one of our streakers, Rachel, says, I think a lot of people can relate to this. I know I can since I mostly work from home. It's so easy to stay in the comfy clothes. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and then Tom comes through, you know, I'd love to react to this in a little bit different way. So uh, some suggestions. And then when I read it, I laughed out loud and I said, you know, that streaking is about the floor, not about the bar. And this is something that we emphasize oh, quite wow. a bit. Yeah. Yes. It's not about reaching for a bar or mm -hmm. setting a bar high. It's about standing on the floor. You stand on a floor before you reach for a bar. Getting dressed sounds like a great floor to stand on before you start reaching for the for day. The day. That's great. Mm, right. You know, it's funny you say that because today I went down to my office and I, I dressed up in actual business clothes to go there. And my partner looked at me. She's like, wow, you look like you're ready for work. And I was like, yeah, but I really <laughs> wanted going? to put on my hoodie. Yeah, exactly. I wanted yes. to put on my hoodie and comfy pants, but I thought I'd actually dress up and, and look appropriate. Yes. The thing that as Jeff is showing the different aspects of this community, it has been so much fun to for me personally to be inspired as I have seen what other people's streaks that, that they're setting and then also to watch the things that they say about those streaks. And, and really what Jeff said about it being a celebration is so true because you read and, and I think part of that celebration comes because it is the floor not i mean these streaks are literally laughably simple and so we are all there celebrating the things that we're working on each and every day consistently to become better and and i've really really have grown to love that and and this idea of being able to follow what people are doing and then for me jeff had said that it's there for um celebration and commiseration when when a streak is broken and then for me it has really become a place of inspiration and just yeah. feeling like look at all of these great things that are happening and that people are doing and and how as we add those things up over time you really start to see the world differently i think when you look out and see all these little things that people are striving to do every day and and the things that they do on their on their tough days when when they'll comment and say well today was a day and i did this and we all can just relate to that and mm -hmm. and so wow. it's very it's been very inspiring for me i can see that so here it's here we've brought up uh, and you know for our audience that's listening out there and for all of our streakers out there you know that the app is coming and we are so excited for it i just pulled up a profile of one of our streakers will and it has, and he's one of our newer streakers. And notice he's sharing his streaks with us as far as what they are yep. and how he's he's just brand new at this and he's posting and getting on there and we are all celebrating with him. So it really doesn't matter how many days you've been streaking. I know that sometimes nice. some people look at my streaks and they're like, wow, am I ever going to get there? <laughs> it is overwhelming. It, I 2,000 feel... plus oh, yeah. days. I know. <laughs> 
and you know what's interesting like i don't belong that's the problem (laughs) and you do belong here's this this one in particular it's 2113 days of review finances at least once daily this has set jamie and i up in a way that we never thought possible and this is just we open an app basically and look at it and maybe log a transaction you know however it's something that's that's really helped us in our financial lives to get organized What's interesting is you'll notice that this is a recording. So again, those who aren't seeing this, but listening to it, what we have up is a post and on each post, you can either record audio, text, video, or post a picture. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so each one of these, when I, when I, if I were to push play on this and we listen to it, we're not going to, this describes one of those days where I just did not want to do any streak at all zero streaks Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and and it's this opportunity for people to see that even at 2113 days he still struggles with doing something laughably simple it's still a choice it's still still an intentional action each day i like that now you recently changed the logo as well we talked about the honeycomb versus the other logo Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like it do Do you? you like it I do. Yeah. And Chris, I don't think you've seen it yet. I haven't yet, seen the new one. But just as you see Jeff's doing, the new logo is almost like a, what do you call it, a vector diagram of someone celebrating achieving a streak. Okay. So it's straying from the honeycombs. Although I, I did like the honeycomb. Like it's a very <laughs> classic business, soft, inviting uh, kind of icons. But the next one you're showing is just so much stronger. Yeah, so that's, they're going to open up here. We'll they're, open it up so you can see it right. It's in. It's my background there right there. Yeah. For me, nice. there's a like fun it. story behind the logo. So we hired a brand. Um, what is he called? Brand. He's a brand designer. Brand, brand designer. Thank designer. you. Yeah, and really good one. I mean, like designs for some major firms. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't skimp on this one. And it's like, yeah. okay, let's do it. So, but I have to admit the first, so we met with them the first time and, and I was like, oh, that's okay. And then we met with them the second time and I was like, that's okay. But I was still very much liking the, the honeycombs that we had, the original logo. And when we were going to meet the third time, I was almost tempted to not go because I kind of had a bad <laughs> attitude that I was like, I like what we have and I haven't seen something that I like better yet. So why are we, why are we looking at changing this? But I went to the meeting and... This and- was great because both Talon and I, I got to interject here real quick. Talon is our chief marketing officer. Both of us knew that Jamie was the sign-off. She had to be the one that liked it. And at first, she didn't want to come to the final meeting because she was thinking, what if I don't like yeah, it Yeah, I was like, much? if I don't like it... And I finally had to tell her, I said, look, if, if you don't like it, sure, we stick with sure. the honeycombs. Which, <laughs> you know. And we'll just stay with what we've got. Yeah. So, so he starts off by showing us his presentation. And he said, I, I could sense that I needed to dig a little deeper. So he said, I've really been researching streaking. And what he had done is literally been looking up pictures of people streaking. And I thought, oh, no, that's exactly what I didn't want to push anyone towards because it's my personal mission to re to to redefine what streaking is in people's minds. But as he was as he was showing it and what he had done is he blacked out everything that would you know, that anybody doesn't want to see. But he 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 started to show us different pictures and he started to see 
that there was this pattern in all of these pictures, and it was people in every single one, in every picture, everyone people was doing raising this. their hands and celebrating, and that's when he later came and showed us this logo of celebration and victory and and a little bit rebellious. Which at first I was like, is streaking really rebellious? And then I thought, you know, in some ways it is because it's going against that tide of. I've got to be big or go home. I've got to do it amazing. I've got to impress people. It's a little bit rebellious and saying, nope, I'm going to do it laughably simple and I'm going to be consistent. And so I just love our new logo that now embodies. And for me, it is my hope that we will redefine streaking in people's mind as this celebration of the ability to be consistent in life in the things that are important to you and become and, who you want and to be to become who you want to be through through being right. that level of consistency that's a challenge transition if someone like me actually has a life goal to streak in the traditional sense <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're still accepted in here chris we you still are. we still okay. like you okay. Okay. We it's love okay. you. <laughs> all are accepted you could set a streak around streak i thought about it <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, often should that recur in my life, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great challenge. You know, it's, Depends it is, on how cold it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is interesting because as he studied this and talked about it to add on to and reiterate a little bit of what Jamie said, he that that is the bold, the free, the, the opportunity to really right. express yourself. And, you know, it's interesting in, in psych, and psychology and, in, and also in physiology, what happens when you raise your hands up is you open yourself up you open yourself to receive and mm -hmm. to say i'm i'm open i'm comfortable i'm not almost to like what you guys were talking about you know after and i could not repeat the words you used but you can repeat them in just a second but to say i'm comfortable enough to be able to raise my hands and be receiving of whatever is coming my way i'm not trying to protect my vital organs Right. And, mm -hmm. and that's really something that is real. And when you get there and you realize that, you know what, a lot of my insecurities have gone away with this. You talk about conquering midlife. I mean, that's one of the things that I know I fight with all the time or my insecurities or totally. who I thought yep. I should have be, mm -hmm. been. Right. Yeah. And it's funny when you talked about that expression of raising your arms up and conquering, it, it again reminded me of when we did our river dunks. And we had this expression told to us when you go into this ice cold water, you know, go in like a king walk, marching towards battle, strong, proud, like brave. And, and I did that. And it actually totally changed the physiology of how the water affected my breathing and stuff because i went in there knowing what was going to happen but that i was actually going to go do it anyways and i was going to overcome that mm. and I could, I could see the same thing with holding your arms up in victory and using the idea of the streak as the accountability tool of it is but i'm going to keep my arms up and i'm going to keep using that that tool to help me be accountable and keep building on that streak yeah absolutely that is so fascinating that that going in well and and I can see it's true it's in our life if we can change our attitude and the way that we're approaching it and what we believe about ourselves then I love that you're saying literally I I my body responded differently to that cold water almost like you're willing it you're like no I'm in control right. of the situation exactly. the water's freezing cold but I chose to go in it and my body's going to do what I tell it to that I love that and that is the truth about the yeah. power of the mind, the power of the human will. Mm -hmm. We we can change how quickly we adapt to our surroundings. We can change 
sorry, we can change how our surroundings affect us mm-hmm. by willing it, like you said. Yeah, my, my uh, good friend, he's a chiropractor. And he said, actually, today, as I was I was visiting him getting an adjustment, he's like, you know, his view of a healthy individual is someone whose body has a great degree of adaptability. Because if you have a good degree of adaptability, that says that all systems are kind of really firing the way they're designed to fire. Absolutely. Hey, we've talked a lot about streaking, but we need to get a little bit of you guys on for the streaking audience. I mean, these are two individuals who are fantastic in what they do, and they've been working on this Conquering Midlife um, podcast for quite some time. And what we want to ask you is, how did, what's the origin story? How come you started this Conquering <laughs> Midlife? I mean, what, what was it all about? How did you two get together? And what was it that started this whole thing? Because I, I know our streakers out there, and by the way, we have streakers all over the world that uh, love just to tune in and listen. So this is your opportunity to really share with us how yeah, we conquer fantastic. midlife and how you guys got together. Oh, that's great. I think it probably started and I want to say probably seven years ago, I remember one time Chris and I were walking by each other and, and he had that look in his eyes that I've had when life was rough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I recognize that look in your eyes. I'm here to talk if you ever want to talk. And, and it was just it one started of those with things. the, hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I said, I'm fine. And you actually had the guts to stop me and say, how are you really? And it, it was just what I needed to crack me open a little bit. And I obviously needed it. And I was able to open up to you a little bit and say, yeah, "Yeah, you can understand. And this is what I'm going through today. And it feels heavy. And I don't usually stop in a hallway to tell people my sob story, but I appreciated that you did. And uh, that became kind of a repetitive thing after that. So these conversations ensued regularly, fairly regularly. Right. And they started to become more vulnerable, really, like really actually having real conversations. And I'll contrast that with I'll say typical guy conversations are, how are you? How's work? What's new? Okay, see you later, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've had thousands of those interactions. And, but these ones really started to evolve into actual real conversations about how we're doing and how we're feeling and how we're adjusting to all these differences that are going on in our lives and the challenges that we're facing. And, and we had this idea of, you know, these actually have value to share if we're the ones expressing our vulnerability, because we know we're not alone in experiencing these things. We know we're not alone in going through this stuff. And so maybe we just provide a forum for people to listen in on our conversations and relate to it. And, and you know, as you're saying, how can we develop a community where people can participate back to say, yeah, hey, you know, when you're experiencing this, here's how I overcame it, or here's how I'm currently dealing with it. Or someone else to actually reach their hand up and say, you know what, I actually need help with this and I don't know how to do that. And so the, the podcast has become an opportunity to go through all of those midlife aspects of, of what we typically face as we're transitioning from the first half of life to the second half of life. And then how are we navigating just as a couple of guys? And we bring on other guests to say, how, how are you navigating it? And we bring on experts to say how we should navigate it. Right. <laughs> so curious question on this. Because to go from a conversation in the hall or a, you know, a vulnerable conversation that's somewhat intimate in the sense that it's just the two of you really talking through some of the more difficult parts of life 
to now broadcasting it to the world. Uh, I mean, that, that's a <laughs> that's a leap. That's a pretty big leap. Say, he, he, that was the rapid version from A to Z. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of letters in between. Um, for me, um, when I say it happened more regularly, it wasn't daily. It wasn't weekly. It might have been monthly, but it was more yeah. like a few times a year. All of a sudden, one of us in in a moment would open up in that vulnerable way that you're talking about. And what I found is at the end of those conversations, there was something really poignant or really freeing or really uplifting. And I walked away elated and enlightened. And it wasn't just, hey, we're having this conversation and hey, we should broadcast it. There was so much good coming for me. And you, you, you said the same thing. Yeah. Um, you became that person. When I think of, of male friends, my best friend in the world. I could open up to, but I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. I, we've been friends since we were 15 years old, and uh, we just rarely take the opportunity. So all of a sudden, you changed the game for me a little bit by being vulnerable and giving me space to do the same. So you you st- sort of became that person who, when you ask, I was instantly comfortable. If there was something going on, I could open up to it. And I was just seeing such value in it for myself that the conversation mm-hmm evolved to how do we share this how do we get this to other people because like you said we know we're not alone so we know that the value that we're getting from this other people could use or glean from it as well and that was a long process to where he finally said to me hey we had talked about the podcast mostly in the last two years when when life got really heavy for both of us was that two years before the podcast started and you kept mentioning it more than me. I, I was like, yes, it's a great idea. And then we turn around, we go back to our lives and it's nuts and it's crazy and there's no time. <laughs> and then he had this moment where he just held my feet to the fire. He said, no, I really want to do this. Right. If it's not you, you got to tell me and I'm going to find somebody else. <laughs> and I was like, time out. I'm all in. I bought the equipment. <laughs> I had it all set up. I'm like, all right, I'm recording. Are you in or are you out? <laughs> and we needed that push. Like it just, it forced us. We still aren't great at getting the editing out. We don't get it out every week like we want. We run into these audio visual problems all the time. Life keeps kicking us in ways that interferes with the podcast. Yeah. But it was enough of a kick from the beginning that we've made it a priority. And we never come away from a podcast episode or even a planning meeting not feeling better, not feeling yeah. excited. Like it's, it's one of my favorite things in my life right now is this podcast. That is awesome. Yeah, I agree. And you know what Chris said about walking away, we, we've had some fun podcasts and we've had some really deep, deep conversations, but we do it in a way that that isn't just about complaining about my story. You know, as as one of our friends say, it's not a wah wah kind of conversation. It, it is actually, you know, although it's vulnerable, it's factual from our perspective. And we say, here's what I'm going through. Here's how it's impacted me. Here's some areas that I can't see through. And we allow the other person an opportunity to, to just walk that with us to say, well, here's what I see from a different right. perspective. Yeah. And maybe yeah. here's some things you can try that are different. And we're always looking for solutions. You never bring the problem. You always right. come with or looking for solutions. And that's what I love about our conversations is there's an arc to these conversations happens very naturally because we're always seeking, we're hungry Hmm. for what is the nugget? What makes life better in this case? How do we get over this particular hump or stir or hurdle that we've got to do? 
that drives so like, the conversation. So like, what are some of the topics that you guys cover off on? And I know this is a little bit spur of the moment. You may not have yeah. them top of mind, but maybe there's some of the more uh, poignant ones that have stood out to you that you talk, that you talk about and really go through that people then listen into and be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I really like it. They, they have range, but I'll, I'll give you from me some of the key ones that stand out. You know, when we look at midlife, you know, obviously we look at um, uh, a health aspect because our, our bodies change, unfortunately. I know, sadly. Guess, right? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it happened. And I'm trying to keep up with it. So we look at that. We look, we've talked about depression. We've talked about addictions. We've talked about life transitions, whether it's a job or different communities or things like that. Um, we've talked about single parenting, something that we're both, you know, doing. Um, what else? The addictions one was the first one that came to my mind. We had a psychologist on that show with us and we had someone reach out to us a little later and it was, it was much later uh, to say, I've, I'm a, a friend or family of Rick's. Originally, I was just listening to support him. Yeah. But I listened to this one on addiction and it was, it had a profound impact on me. And I walked away from that determined to change some things in my own life. He didn't divulge anything specific. I don't know if he's struggling with addiction or if there was just content there that he was empowered by, but that was so validating yeah. what we're trying to do. It was that moment, like Jamie, you were saying, when you don't know if it, there's real value in it, you can't see it, it's not tangible. And all of a sudden someone comes back and okay, even, even if that's the only time it happened, right. it's worth it. it but you know, it. it's not the only time, like there's right. something coming from that. So addiction was a big one. I love that. Yeah. And, and that guy that we're talking about, you know, to follow him over the last year, he, he is on a transformation journey and he's succeeding at it. Nice. So, oh, wow. That's wow. Yeah. That is as Jamie and I have continued the podcast on our side, the streaking podcast, when people reach out to us and talk about what's impacted them in one way or another, or how they've applied a particular part of streaking in one way or another, or even share with us the inspiration and the motivation that they've gotten with others. It just, I mean, it just lifts your whole day. I mean, and not only your day, but like a week, it, it's like an afterglow for a couple of weeks that goes by. Yep. And that's where I see... And I think where that comes, I was thinking about while you're talking about this, uh, one of the books that I've read recently is a few months ago, but was um, Ozan Verrill. And he wrote How to Think Like a Rocket Scientist. Yeah. Yeah. And fascinating, fantastic book. I'd recommend it to anyone. Reads very well. He's a NASA engineer, worked on um, rockets, and he talks about how to think in a way that's creative and innovative. And there's one particular sentence in this book that I think sets the whole thing apart from, or, or sets sets apart the excellent, extraordinary people from those of us who may be just ordinary. And he says this, he says, I've come to find that extraordinary people are not defined by their outputs. They're defined by their inputs. Mm -hmm. And... And he's and he just said to become extraordinary, you think about what you're putting in, which is where I look at with streaking and what you are, what you guys are are doing, is it's the inputs to life. Mm -hmm. I like to I like to look at it in this way: it's are you a net consumer or a yeah. net contributor? Yeah. 
Right. But if you're a net contributor, you are doing things like what you guys are doing and being vulnerable and just being out there. I, I have to really give credit to my wife at this point too, because she was the, the Chris Beasley of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I bought all the equipment. I had everything ready to go. And I, I went to her and I said, are you in this with me or no? And she said, maybe (laughs) (laughs) let's see which time which time that you've asked me because it is difficult to be vulnerable like that and to and and to but i have come to realize that there is so much value from us learning from each other and and with the advent with with the increase of technology and the ability for us regular people who aren't in broadcasting or who don't have a massive interest in making this our whole life to be able to have a microphone and and to say something there is so i've i've come to appreciate how much value there is from us learning from all of us in these different places and and because even as you guys were talking i'm like this is so good midlife is tough like i i feel like i'm transitioning from being the mother of seven to at the end of this year, my my fifth one will graduate from high school and I'm down to the two boys. And my life is changing drastically. And and I'm looking at it going, what do I do with this? How does, you know, how do I manage this? How do I, what yeah. what's next? What's important? What's not? And so it right. is interesting, these different transitions and and you're approaching life differently in the middle than you did years before. You know more and yet in so many ways you don't know more, which is both interesting and frustrating sometimes that I look back and think, I kind of liked it when I thought I knew more. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little frustrating and it's a little bit like, how can I be? Yes. (laughs) So anyway, it's just been, so I love this idea of being able to share our stories and learn from each other and not have to go through everything ourselves, but also learn the principles that apply to all of us, that, that as we go through the different experiences that we have in our lives, we're still learning from each other and taking away and thinking, well, I haven't gone through that, but I'm going through this and there's a similarity there. And what they said really helped me to understand what I'm going through. Yeah, I love that. There's two things that came to my mind, Jamie. The first thing, um, there's a book that I've read that talked about the first half of the life, really about being building the vessel. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm building a career, I'm building a family, I'm building a home. It's it, I'm building this vessel. And the second half of the life successfully starts to transition to what is it that is a value that I want to be of substance in the vessel? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, what you said, Jeff, about am I a contributor or a consumer, right? It's you know, for me, I, I heavily want to contribute back. So what are some projects that I'm involved in now? I, I guarantee projects that I'm doing now, I wouldn't have been doing 10 years ago right. because it wasn't about building, right? right? This is purely about giving back and it's costing me time, energy, money, efficiencies, all of that. But it's the right thing to do because it has a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And with Absolutely. that comes a different form and sense of validation. Yep. It's yep. uplifting in its own way. The reward is still there. Maybe it's, you know, suffering through midlife is really what started this, our, our podcast. We had yeah. to suffer through it to trigger the need for this conversation <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and continue to suffer it. And suffering through it is the only way you start to, to transition your thinking like you just talked yeah. about. It, it takes a catalyst and the catalyst is 
we get beaten down. We right. are what we think is normal. We can't attain or what we think is normal is just like beaten out of us. Things have to change. Things are unpredictable. The world is an unpredictable and, and in some ways, frustratingly difficult place to live. Yeah. Uh, it's true. And in some ways it's fantastic and exciting. And it, it just, there's something about the transition in the middle of our life where we've, we've seen enough, learned enough, know enough that we can finally start looking at things properly. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Hopefully. maybe that's too bold to say properly differently. It's a very bold statement. Right now, I was going to say that was pretty bold. <laughs> <laughs> I, was Until the next I now can see it properly. You youngster cannot <laughs> see it properly. <laughs> <laughs> now, the second thing I wanted to say though, uh, when you talked about learning in this community, you know, part of the challenge we've always faced in being as vulnerable as we are is sometimes we make mistakes. And, and we've always offered, you know, for our listeners to kind of come back to us to say, ah, you know, was that right or wrong? Or should you have shared that? Or should you not have shared that? Did you go too much? Did you go too little? You know, we always play this balancing game of it really is about us expressing our truth, our reality, our experiences. And we know when we do that enough and we're vulnerable enough, people might get offended or kind of worried about what we're saying or any of those kinds of things. Right. But it is just about it's just about us and our thinking and inviting others to participate in that, in that conversation. Yeah. And we make mistakes. I still chicken <laughs> out of that more than not. I still chicken out of being that vulnerable. I don't get to talk about my experiences and my paradigm as clearly and as openly as I want to when it involves another person, because I'm, I'm, I'm scared to speak for that person. And I avoid it. I think too much. I haven't found that balance yet, but I think there's something really valuable in just coming out with all of it. Yeah. I, I don't know how to do that yet. And that's, that's the challenge with, you know, having this, this concrete midlife conversations is, you know, we're exploring, we're learning, we're going through midlife. It's not like mm-hmm. we, we are in our latter years reflecting back on how we just killed it in our midlife years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that day, but I'm not there yet. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Well, guys, it's it's been a pleasure really to have you on our show and to be on yours and to do this so dual um, dual purpose. You know, we'll, we'll be posting this on the Streaking Podcast for all the streakers out there. You'll have a chance to uh, listen to Rick and also Chris. They're absolutely phenomenal. If you, and if you get a chance, go and check out their show. It's It's absolutely great. And I would say they have a lot of great topics on there and I've listened to a few of them and they're just absolutely phenomenal and really able to help. So thanks guys for letting us dual purpose this whole thing. Yeah. And just to echo that sentiment, I mean, I've, I've listened to almost, I'm on a streak with your podcast. So I think I've got <laughs> almost all of them and I've loved them. Absolutely has helped me think through streaking, think of how to keep going. And the, the pure motivation I get from hearing the conversations happening are really helpful as well. Well, thanks. Yeah. We appreciate that. And I feel the same way about listening to you guys. This has been, it's been a very uplifting and pleasurable opportunity to listen to us growing and working towards all of these things throughout these different stages of life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Any listeners that want to chime in and suggest topics for us too, there's, there's no holds barred. Anything that relates to midlife, which is everything that we're all going through. um, If there's something that people want to hear, we, we crave that feedback from from the audience. What is it that you want to hear about that we maybe haven't thought about and we could use to learn from as well? Don't be afraid to reach out and let us know. 
Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're going to close it up on the streaking side. If you would like to share any topic, just like what Chris said with uh, midlife and what they're doing with conquering midlife, or if you'd like to ask us any question on streaking, please reach out to us at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie at J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. And if they want to get a hold of you guys, they can find us on the Conquering Midlife podcast. And uh, we'll we'll have a website soon. We got to keep up with you guys. Yeah, we, have, <laughs> right. we have some work to do that way. Right now, our Facebook page is probably the best way to get through to us. Okay, oh, fantastic. Um, we have conqueringmidlife at gmail.com and we've bought another domain, but like he said, we haven't just set it up yet. Well, it's on I the think to do list. Here's here's a, here's a challenge for you, or an invitation. Maybe not a challenge. An invitation for you is set a streak to do your podcast at least one time monthly. And that it, you'll find it just does awesome things for you, just one time monthly. And secondly, one of the things we'd like to offer to everyone is the new version of the app is coming out. We'd love for you to download it. Even if you don't want to streak or do anything with it, the app is great yeah. to follow. To you follow can just people. download and follow the streakers that are out there doing stuff. And I'll tell you what, it is absolutely inspirational. You want to get away, you want to get away from you know, some of the some of the scrolling that I do, for example, on Instagram, looking at reels or doing those things that are absolutely mind numbing and don't have any type of value in my life. Well, I shouldn't say any very little very value little. <laughs> in my life. And you want to get to something where you really see some value being built. Head on over to and download our app. It's the streaking app, S-T-R-E-A-K-I-N-G streaking. And uh, in two weeks, it'll be updated with all the communities and everything else. And you can just start, start following streakers and see what this community is all about. I'll tell you this right now. It is the first app ever to be able to provide a social media platform for personal development. It's absolutely it. fantastic. So go over there and head it out. Anyway, thank you guys for being on our show. And thank you for allowing us to be on your show. Yeah, thank you guys. It was wonderful. All right, everyone, until we talk to you again. Keep streaking. Better, yeah.